Welcome to Wisdom Personified, Conversations with Dudum Somi, a passionate and relentless pursuit of exploring how individuals use good judgment in everyday life, both in their personal and professional lives. Welcome to another episode of Wisdom Personified, Conversations with Dudum Somi. South Africa is a country that loves acronyms. An acronym is an abbreviation of the first letters of each word in the name of something, pronounced as a word. Today, I would like to share wisdom about love. Now turned into an acronym, of course. But before I share what the acronym stands for, what is love? Love is a feeling of affection, a sense of caring, an experience of acting in the best interest and well-being of someone as priority in life. In sharing what I will shortly, I would like you to keep this in mind and apply it to you, accepting that you are priority in your life. So, what does the acronym LOVE mean to me in my life? L is for LIVE, O is for OWN, V is for vision, and E is for ecstatically. So L, for live. Live is a verb, an action word. Do you recall the English class at school saying a verb is a doing word? That is the invitation, to do life, to live. One of my favorite sayings is that life is short. I believe that every day we are alive, we can consciously choose to live and to live a life that shows gratitude and acknowledgement for that reality until it is not within your control when we die naturally. I do not know when the intensity about living took root in my life. It was certainly before I lost my sister and father in 2006 and seven, respectively. I guess having grown up with no grandparents on both my parents' sides, the brevity of life has always been a theme in my consciousness, particularly on my mother's side, as she lost both her parents before her 21st birthday. My mother's ceaseless message to us growing up for as long as I can remember was, make use of me whilst I am still here because when I'm gone, I may not be of much use to you. Thank goodness she is still here as I record this wisdom personified. Growing up with the imminence and certainty of death did not make me fearful of death, but rather it amplified my awareness of the present, my thoughts, my actions in every moment. I tend to live with passion knowing that any second can be the last. Thus, I try as much as possible to be present in terms of being in my own presence and in the presence of those I love, the COVID-19 pandemic notwithstanding. There are times when I have a very hectic schedule and begin to feel that I am missing me, <laughs> even before a caring friend or relative would send a message and call to express the same sentiment. 
to live for me is about consciously planning as far as possible the experience you want to have in this life and the impact you want to have on the lives around you, including animals. I love dogs. A large portion of our lives is spent on how we earn a living, our careers or our businesses. Make sure you are doing what is fulfilling and brings you joy. And when you are not happiest doing whatever it is that you spend so much of your time in life on, invest the time to see what is wrong and address it immediately. In the work that I do for my strategic advisory and consulting firm, Busara Leadership Partners, where we facilitate the development and effectiveness of leaders to achieve their desired goals. It is heartbreaking to see the level of dysfunction, negative corporate politics, and the unhappiness in organizations. For my life, smiling and laughing with and at myself, their quality and frequency are my indicators and assurances and testimonies to my life. I cherish and anticipate them. Next is O for own. My father always told me that I must understand the weight of every choice and every decision because they have consequences. He used to say, you may not choose the results, but in making a choice and a decision, you need to take responsibility for the outcomes, even the unintended. I learned from a young age to take ownership and not to be a victim in the things that happen in life even when they are not of my choosing. Whatever happens to us in life is not always within our ambit of control or desire. However, how we react to things that happen to us, painful or joyful, cruel or kind, negative or positive, that we can own. Viktor Frankl, who is famous for the book Man's Search for Meaning, following his observations of human experiences in the Nazi concentration camp, said, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. This way of owning one's attitude and thus the choices and the decisions is often a very difficult one to swallow. It is easier to blame and to be a victim. I believe that I own every morning when I wake up. In every second, each choice, each decision, with its gifts, with its lessons, positive or negative, joyful or painful, of course, when we lose loved ones, we grieve. When we are brutally assaulted and dehumanized, our spirits break. When life does not go according to our plans and hopes, we are saddened. And then we get to a crossroads. Does that experience define the quality of the rest of our life if we choose to continue living? That is the choice that each and every one of us makes every day amid the circumstances that we are experiencing. And oh my goodness, the pain and cruelty that human beings can inflict on one another. 
Not a day passes when I don't shed a tear for something inhumane that we do as a human race. And then you have a decision. If I want to continue living, what is the best decision I can make at this particular moment in spite of and despite of the present circumstances? For me, the important caveat to the choices and decisions I make is that I must make them consciously so that regardless of the consequences and the outcome, intended or unintended, I must have no regrets. Mistakes are indispensable to my growth, but regrets, that is a movie on a loop in my head akin to living in hell that I'm not willing to choose. Next is V for vision. Make the time to work on your vision statement and visualize the life you want to live in your work, at play, at home, and in society at large. In developing my vision, I visualize drawing my last breath, how I wanted to feel, how I did not want to feel. I created a vision that will help me to prioritize my focus and to filter my choices and actions every second of the day. My personal vision is to live my life with integrity, passion, and in ecstasy so that every day can be the last with no fear and no regrets. Visions guide our lives, provide the direction and the choices you make about everything, family, spirituality, physical well-being, leisure, work, school, friendships, amongst many other things. A clear vision makes you decide what to focus on and what not to focus on so that you can consciously create your own desired life and filter out the priorities of others. It allows me to be consistent, guided by my core values to engender trust in who I am. The positioning for my life is, I may not be perfect, but I'm always me. Didum saw me. The attitude I embody is, does it matter? Take time to think of all these aspects, vision statement, positioning, and attitude have really made my life charmed in a way. I don't get sidetracked. I don't get easily excitable. I don't suffer from FOMO. With the attitude of does it matter, I tend not to sweat the small stuff. And when I encounter big challenges, such as the journey that I'm going through with my aging parent, I know for sure what matters and what doesn't. Even when things are stressful, I know that every choice and every decision I make must be conscious and that whatever the consequences, there will be no regrets. It is a freeing way to live, to own your stuff, the good, the bad and the ugly. Finally, E for ecstatically. Remember I said my personal vision is to live my life with integrity, passion and in ecstasy so that every day can be the last with no fear and no regrets. I deliberately chose ecstasy. I do not want to just live a happy and joyful life. I want it to be transcendental to be in the spiritual realm, 
I want to consciously align my physical experiences to my soul's lessons that are unconscious to me in this body. It is the energy I want to send into the universe, and I hope the universe reciprocates. People comment often that I always seem to be smiling and happy. Honestly, it is beyond my conscious control. Yes, I cry. Yes, I can be sad for the painful experiences in life. But underlying all the difficulties of life, I'm ecstatically living this life. So when I check out, I'll be spent and so ready to embrace the next chapter. So my deepest desire for you as you listen or watch this Wisdom Personified is that you have love in your life, that you live your own vision ecstatically. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode and what your love life is. Also, I'd love to hear about other wisdoms you'll be interested in hearing about on any topic that is of interest to you. Until the next time, thank you for making time for this episode of Wisdom Personified Conversations with Dudum Somi. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wisdom Personified Conversations with Dudum Somi. Please also like, follow and subscribe to our channel and share the wisdom with your friends. I would love it if you could rate and review as well. Wisdom Personified Conversations with Dudum Somi is also available on YouTube, Facebook Watch, Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Enjoy the wisdom journey.